morning, you guys. Good morning. It's really the wee wee hours, but um, at this present moment, like I said, I have my good days and my bad days, and um, it was a good day, but yet uh, I have to listen to my body <laughs> and, and and rest. And so that's just where it is right now. And that's why I'm not able to um, make no serious commitment to anything besides what I have to do with Dr. D. That's that's the only thing I can commit to because I can control that, my own environment. But, um... Well, we we just had a a first week of the new year, huh, you guys? I mean, I just had to take a break from the news, which I had watched it, because um, I was out and about with my daughter, and um, my sis called and said, um, she was trying to call me. She texted me, right? She said, check the news, check the news. And I was like, you know, I'm going to check the news. And uh, I just texted her back. She said, I'm going to call you back. I'm trying to take care of some business, you know. And uh, so when I did call her, she was telling me about what happened at the Capitol. And it was, and it had just happened. It was like eleven something. And so I, could, I, you know, looked at my phone, and I was like, "Oh my God, what's going on here?" Right? You know, I got nothing but dishes in the sink. Had to clean it up. And I was like, "What in the world?" It just. Just watching this whole thing unfold, right? And I posted, you know, I watched it when I got in. I just trying to see how all this was going to play out, right? And my whole thing was, where was the police? I'm like, where was the National Guard? Where was, I mean, it's like, did y'all plan this? I mean, I'm just like, I don't know about nobody else, and uh, it's almost too much of emotional, mental anguish that the people of color have to deal with in this country, right, in each state and within each community. We got to deal with the little ism and schisms of this rhetoric that Trump, you know, and and even though he don't want to, he, he's still trying to say, I know you heard, it, you know, and they stole the election from us, but you got to go home. See, he shouldn't even have said all of that. The only thing he should have just said, this is despicable. This is not what I wanted. Go home, or I'm gonna send the. They even say that he didn't even call a national guard. What about lock him up? What about send the police and lock him up? Oh, he was quick to want to do that when, when we protested. 
about something that really, really happened. <laughs> and what really, really happened, our people got shot and killed. George Floyd murdered. Okay, and those policemen are extradited. They charges just um, not only uh, decreased, but I think they didn't let them go. And the other guy was requested um, send a motion to be released because he felt that he wasn't a contributor to his debt. He was already barely can breathe. Some hogwash legal Jordan that they didn't came up with. But this is true. Grandma Taylor, this is true. Jacob Blake, this is true. You literally killing humans and the reason why the Antifas and these rhetoric and white supremacists and proud boys was out there. Now just listen to me. This is what I'm looking at. They walking down the street stirring up commotion through the Black Lives Matter movement that we protesting that we just want equality and, and we want just start treating us with respect. Right? And they claim this is what they claim. They claim they was out there protecting the building. This is our country and the monuments and we're gonna protect the building. They wanna stand there and and guard the building with their rifles and they guns and they and they they're not even with the military. They're not even with the police force. They not with no type of branch of security. But you guys out there, congressmen, leaders, and senators, police force in each community, you out there allow these people to walk the street like this, okay? But on the other side, when you had the Black Panther group rising up, okay, just to protect the Black Lives Matter movement, oh, they get arrested. Some of the people got shot, rolled over. Y'all didn't even let them get to a certain extent. They sit down peacefully on the neutral ground, the neutral ground, and guess what? The policemen came one by one and picked them up and arrested them. Okay, so what happened on the Capitol. I'm trying to understand. This is supposed to be a guarded place. What happened? The Capitol security, yes, they was within the camp, but they overran them, so to me it looked like they didn't have no type of authority or power. They must have just security guards. Because they sure got ran over. What happened to the protection of the American monuments. What happened to, oh, we protecting the buildings. Oh, we, oh, but now y'all climbing up the buildings like monkeys and breaking the glass and acting a, 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 a pure ass. Excuse my language, but that's just what they acted. And oh, quote unquote, what happened? I, I kept the TV on once I came in. The National Guards and the extra policemen or whatever, they didn't show up to almost two, three hours later. Later. If there was any other group of people, and I ain't going to say no any other group of people. I'm just going to call it like it is. If that was black folks, they all would have got shot, arrested, bombed, dogs, whipped. Come 
y'all, y'all see the hypocrisy of this country? These people literally walked into the, no, they stormed into the, but some of them was walked in. From what I saw some of the videos, they were just walking in and out with their flags like it was like a, a, a park, a, 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 a regular day in the park. But then they had some angry ones that came, stormed through there, made it up the stairs, went through these people's offices. You see what I'm saying? Sensitive confidentiality materials and, 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 and information in these offices, right? They walked into the Capitol, took pictures, violated. They say, um, which I saw some senators, but one lady, she was just so afraid, she was hiding underneath her desk. Now they say the person that got shot, she died. Somebody else had got hurt, they died. I, I, I don't know if it was two or three, but I know at least two people flow that I heard. I ain't listened to it today because I had to like, I had my grandbaby and then after that I had to get me some rest. I had to rest my mind from all of this. And it's so ironic, the devotional, the devotional, the devotional is saying, don't get stuck in the old but become new yourself. Become, renew yourself to become new. See, these people still stuck in the old. They still proclaim it. We want America great again. You know, they stole the election. No, no, no. Y'all just need to come on off that rhetoric because now y'all repeating something. They always say, when you keep repeating something, you begin to believe it. That's why I say fate comes by hearing and hearing the word, and it don't have to always be the word of God. Whatever you keep hearing, you're going to believe it, and you're going to act upon it. And that's what Trump did. He started this thing way in 2019. He started this because he already knew his actions was not fulfilling what he needed to do. And the COVID, the COVID, the COVID pandemic exposed his whole agenda. All right, and yeah, you 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 went about the rallies and people showing up and people love him. And no, you loving yourself. You feeding on people's fear. You know, it's a handful of people that that want to try to overtake and rule this country back the way it was in the 1900s, and we ain't going back there because we have too many educated, even back then, too many educated um, black folks. And you, you just, you just, you know, we're not going back there again. Sorry. Sorry. Like one person, one of the newscasters one time asked, said, well, what do they mean about um, make America great again? What are you talking about? Isn't America great now? No, what they're saying is, it's too many blacks getting in position. That's, how, that's my own opinion. This is what I'm saying. And this is what I'm looking at. And the wording and, the, and, and, and just the, the attacks that are happening is because you got black leaders and black governors and, and black mayors 
black senators, they can't take it now. It's like, whoa. No, no, ain't no whoa. Let's work together. Because we need to have our people in the midst of all of all these different political realms to understand what's really happening. You got to know what the enemy is doing. You got to be in there. But my whole thing is, y'all, this is just a president. Now, they talk about it, talk about how they did desecrated the Capitol House, and now they're going to take a break and all this kind of stuff. No, 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 y'all not. No, y'all not. No, y'all not. Because, first of all, y'all shouldn't have let it get this far. Y'all hurt, y'all edge these people on, y'all uh, allowed them to walk the street all last year like they was in control, and so they really felt that they was in control, they felt that was their capital, they felt that they had a right to be in there, they had, and they, and they didn't want the, the electoral, the vote, the electoral college um, count be sealed and confirmed. And they felt because of the rhetoric of the words of Trump, they they still feel that Trump is their president. They're not acknowledging Biden, and I think that is a doggone shame. And shame on you, President Trump. Shame on you. Shame on you. You are no longer represented as a leader. You you're not a leader. You're an adolescent, still trying to gain um, notoriety. And, and you really want to be another, um, what is his name, Jing Hu, or Korean, or China? You want to be a dictator. You want to have control. And this is not the right place. And, and sad to say, Republicans, you did it, and you're still doing it, because still, I can't believe the count that in, when they accepted it, they had at least about 13 representatives Senate that opposed Biden as president. And the only thing I could say for them to do something like that, either Trump got something on them, or they're just plain stupid. Their mindset is so delirious and underneath the, 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 the control of Trump or fear something for them to even object to the ceiling of the new president. And y'all, in a gaslight and stuff. Now, we had two victories. We, The Democrats have control of the House again. All right? And it was minorities, meaning, well, we're not the minority anymore. Let's stop saying that, too. We, had a, we have an awesome African-American black man, strong man, that made in the Senate and Asafa, I can't pronounce his name. And I believe he's a native or whatever. How can they celebrate in a time like this here when they didn't came and took over the house? And, and, and they really felt like they did something, but you look like a bunch of nine. Now, you, you guys out there is the one that look like monkeys. Oh. Let 
going to calm myself down. Calm myself down. <sighs> and I'm like, Lord, you know, just thinking of it's like, God, how can we forget the former things of old and don't dwell on it when you've got a whole nation of people that's still living in the old, trying to treat you like the old, handling you like the old, you know? The decent jobs that you want to, you really desire to be in, they're still discriminating you, blocking you, gaslighting you. It just, it just so, it's so, it just so sad. It really is. And so once again, they keep saying that black people is exaggerating, right? That black people is exaggerating. There's no such thing as white privilege. Nobody's discriminating against the black race or whatever. Well, um, huh. was it Wednesday or Tuesday? Whenever, whatever that, it happened this week. That's another sign. You just saw another sign of white privilege. You just saw another sign of a group of people can do anything they want in this country. And they'll come up with all type of um, babyfied excuses to tone them down, to make them still seem like they're good people. They're just upset. They're just good people. They're just upset because their favorite president didn't win, you know, so they're still good people. Yeah, right. Okay. But if that was some black people storming that house, man, it would have been bloodshed. <laughs> it would have been bloodshed. Y'all know it would have been bloodshed. I don't know what happened to my thermometer? This thing. Get some heat in here. We are in a pivoted moment in this country, in our life, and I just, I know for myself, I am am not going to allow myself to be dictated to anymore or lied to or... It just, it just too much, too much, and the sad part about it, it's coming from the higher up, there's no possible way, there's no possible way that they should have allowed them people that reign that long. in a secure place like that, a respectful place, matter of fact, the capital of our country, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, and it's come out, 
our democracy. They don't even deserve to use the word democracy no more. I, I, I think from what I'm seeing, these 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 folks still don't even understand what democracy is. They just don't have nothing to do and just making up records. And I just can't believe that all these top people, these main companies, are rooting for all this foolishness. And I really believe, I really believe, if I got go on, on Instagram and say this, this is my thing is, if you don't want to acknowledge black folks, you don't want to respect us, well, don't don't take our money. We should be um, exempt from taxes, period. Don't expect us to pay taxes into a country that don't want to take care and protect us like everybody else. Let us have our own community, period. Hey, um, to me, it seems like black folks need to come up with their own Democratic Party, a black party or something, and represent because this is foolishness. This is all foolishness to me, and I just, it just, I, I don't, this is crazy. It's some of the Trump remover. That man ain't going nowhere. He's showing y'all he ain't going nowhere. Y'all been talking removing Trump all this time. That man ain't going nowhere. That man ain't going nowhere. Wow. That's a doggone shame. Help the, the country help to find these people. 
Y'all need to please stop that foolishness. All these cameras y'all got and all these face recognition systems that y'all got in place, y'all know exactly who's who. Y'all can run them through the system and you can find out who these people is. Come on, y'all. Now, come on. Come on. Man, they full of crap. That's what it is. It's partiality. And, and I'm starting to say God don't like partiality. So I'm still trying to understand what God y'all serving. So we serving two different gods. Apparently. Apparently. Because it sure, it, sure it sure ain't the God that I'm serving. They need help looking for these people. How, look, the man that went through Pelosi's death. How in the world? That's my thing. How in the world that these people was able to go and rummage through these people offices? How did they know where to go? See, that would be my question. Where was the security? Where was the police? How did they get into the offices? Unless it was already strategized, it was already planned. I didn't saw too many movies, y'all. And guess what? Stuff just don't happen just to happen. This was planned. This was done. And when and when Trump went out there, he did that purposely to stop them people from certifying these votes. So, matter of fact, he should be charged. Then I saw where he gave a medal of freedom to three other people that he golfed with. He just doing stuff now. He just doing stuff. Man, this is crazy. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, I, 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 I wanna hear this here. I wanna see what's going, what they talking about. Y'all just check it out on the next episode. Doctor D, I just, this is just too much. Today's devotional, the title was coming out of, I think it's Jeremiah, forgetting the former things, behold the new. <laughs> I think America is way far known Isaiah, Isaiah 43, 18 and 19. Forget not the former things, do not dwell on the past, for I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. Yes, Lord. I thank you that you, that that devotional is personal. For America, I don't know where they at. Where, you know, the evangelicals. Where is all y'all evangelicals? Where is Paula White now? What you, what you saying now? Because, see, these are the people they all represent. Trump this and Trump that. Okay, he's a Trump supporter, so now, are y'all going to stand with this? <laughs> hey, come on. Are y'all going to stand with this? Okay. Y'all white Christians, evangelicals, are we going to stand with this? No, it's wrong. And he's probably the same Gugans that infiltrated 
in our Black Lives Matter march to protest against police brutality and police murdering. That's truth. This is fake. You storming out the, the Capitol on on words, hearsay. From who? Somebody that's narcissist and psycho. This man is a psychopath. I'm sorry. Something's not right with this man. His own niece, Mary, is talking about it. And like she said, no, they shouldn't have let it go too far. And that's true. They they allowed this to happen. They allowed this to happen. yesterday. And now the fallout. Resignations from the president's inner circle. Loyalties tested. His public voice virtually silenced by social media companies. And somber discussions frankly none of us could have imagined in the waning days of any presidency. Calls for Donald Trump's immediate removal from office. Kristen Welker begins our reporting. He should have been removed from office. Tonight, President Trump huddled behind closed doors yeah, I guess as a so. cascade of administration officials say they've had enough, including his special envoy to Northern Ireland, former Chief of Staff Mick Mulvaney. I can't stay here. I, I, not after yesterday. You can't look at that yesterday and think I want to be a part of that Ooh, in any way, shape, or form. Wow. Now, the first cabinet member has resigned, Transportation Secretary Elaine Chow, all of it following the overnight departure of the First Lady's Chief of Staff and the Deputy National Security Advisor. And then there's the condemnation from one-time allies, including former Attorney General Bill Barr, blasting the president's conduct as a betrayal of his office and supporters. And from Senator Lindsey Graham, all I can say is uh, count me out. Enough is enough. I've tried to be helpful. This morning, hours after praising oh the rioters who ransacked the Capitol, a shift in tone from the president, who released a statement through a spokesperson with Twitter and Facebook suspending his accounts. The president saying, quote, even though I totally disagree with the outcome of the election, nevertheless, there will be an orderly transition on January yeah, 20th. Yeah, you're both going but to jail. With just days left in President Trump's term, top Democrats tonight are saying that's not enough, demanding he be removed from yep. office now. He do. 25th Amendment. Yeah. If the Vice President and Cabinet do not act, the Congress may be prepared to move forward with impeachment. One Republican joining in. The President is unmoored uh, from reality and from his oath. President-elect Joe Biden. He unleashed an all-out assault on our institutions of our democracy from the outset. And yesterday was but the culmination of that unrelenting attack. Tonight, the President tweeting out this video. To those who engage in the acts of violence and destruction, you do not represent our country. A new administration will be inaugurated on January 20th. My focus now turns to ensuring a smooth, orderly, and seamless yeah, transition Yeah, now you saying it now. <laughs> <laughs> now you say sources tell NBC News there have been informal conversations at the staff level here about invoking the 25th Amendment. Former Chief of Staff John Kelly saying today he'd support the move. Lester. 
Whoa. All right, Kristen Welker tonight, thank you. And on those calls to invoke the 25th Amendment, which would declare the president unfit to remain in office, just how realistic is that? We want to bring in Pete Williams now. Pete, what do we know about this? Well, the calls have been growing, nearly all from Democrats, Lester, to use the 25th Amendment and make Mike Pence the acting president. 28 U.S. Senators and 107 members of the House have called for it, including Chuck Schumer and House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. A president can be declared unable to carry out his duties if the vice president and at least eight of the 15 cabinet secretaries agree. Highly unlikely now, with all of them Trump loyalists. Some members of Congress, though, worry that invoking the 25th Amendment would further inflame tensions. Lester? All right, Pete Williams tonight. Thank you, Pete. And we're learning more about what happened inside the Capitol, including harrowing accounts of those trying to protect themselves. My colleague Savannah Guthrie, after a long evening anchoring coverage together last night, is there for us. Savannah, good evening. Last sir, good evening. And I was so struck by an interview I heard with a member of the press locked in the House chamber yesterday. She said she called her mom and said, don't worry, I'm in the safest place on earth. But as we know now, it was not. 24 hours later, as the sun sets on Washington, memories of that mob breaching the Capitol still haunting members of Congress who were there. But I felt you know, just 24 hours ago in the Capitol behind us, uh, is something that I haven't felt since I was in Afghanistan. Congressman Jason Crow, a former Army Ranger, trapped inside the House gallery and comforting his colleague. To think that as a member of Congress in 2021, in the U.S. Capitol on the House floor, uh, that I was preparing to uh, fight my way out uh, of the People's House uh, against a, a, a mob uh, is just beyond troubling. Fight your way out. Yeah. Think, did you snap back to that? kind of mentality? What could I use? How would I get out? Yeah, I did. So I had a pen in my pocket and uh, was thinking about how we were going to fight our way out. Elsewhere, this stunning video of rioters breaking through doors and walking down the halls, all filmed by ITV correspondent Robert Moore. They were intoxicated with the sense that they had kind of outwitted the Capitol Hill Police, this sense that they had defeated, if you like, the Washington establishment. Tonight, new images of protesters overwhelming police officers and the damage they left behind. This is where the Senate parliamentarian works. Hello. Senator Jeff Merkley tweeting this video of his ransacked office. And we're also learning more about the woman who was shot and killed by Capitol Police. <laughs> Ashley Babbitt, seen here with a pro-Trump group heading toward the Capitol in this video obtained by TMZ. She was a decorated Air Force veteran who served in Iraq and Afghanistan. The officer who shot her has been placed on administrative leave pending an investigation. Meanwhile, members of Congress are now demanding answers about the massive security failure with crowds able to overrun what's supposed to be one of the country's most secure buildings. If this had been a military operation, all the commanders would have been instantly relieved of duty. Yeah. Yeah. Savannah, it is so striking to hear from military veterans in Congress about their experiences. Yeah, there are a lot of recent veterans who are now members of Congress who found themselves in that combat mindset again. One told us today, I thought about, could I grab the Marine sword hanging in my office? Battle mode in the last place they ever expected, Lester. Yeah. All right. Savannah Guthrie in Washington. Thank you. There's late word the chief of Capitol Police is resigning as many members of Congress demand to know why the police were so outmanned by the huge mob. With more on that, here's Tom Costello. 
The priority tonight for the FBI and D.C. police, finding the people who joined Wednesday's insurrection. Hundreds of officers and agents are now examining social media photos and video clips, asking the public, area hotels, and airlines for help. These images depict individuals engaged in various acts of violence. So far, prosecutors have brought charges against 55 suspects. Eight involve gun charges. One suspect arrested with a semi-automatic weapon and 11 Molotov cocktails. Another man has identified himself. 60-year-old Richard Barnett of Arkansas, pictured with his feet on a desk in Speaker Pelosi's office and holding one of her letters. Among the charges that prosecutors could press against the mob, trespassing, destruction of federal That's property, right. mail theft, federal rioting, assault on a police officer, federal gun charges, and insurrection. Today, the police union and members of Congress called for Capitol Police Chief Stephen Sund to step down. There was a failure of leadership at the top of the Capitol Police, and I think Mr. Sund uh, he hasn't even called us since this happened. In a statement, Chief Sund said the force was prepared for First Amendment protesters, but was met by assailants who attacked officers with metal pipes, discharged chemical irritants, and took up other weapons. Late today, Sund resigned. But Congress is demanding answers. Why weren't more Capitol Police officers deployed? Why weren't they wearing riot gear? And why did it take so long to request backup from D.C. police? That's right. Many asking why this video police clip appears to show Capitol officers letting the mob through barricades. Through the barricades. I was stunned. Yeah. I couldn't believe uh, what I was watching. Former NYPD Commissioner Bill Bratton. I think clearly there's going to be a lot of blame to go around, and I think quite clearly a number of people will, in fact, lose their positions as a result of this. Tonight, the FBI is investigating whether sensitive national security documents were stolen from the Capitol. When asked whether prosecutors may charge President Trump with encouraging the mob to storm the Capitol building, the DOJ said rather pointedly today, it is ruling nothing out. Buster? Yeah, we see those new barricades in place tonight. All right, Tom, thanks. The police response to rioters at the Capitol is being compared to the more aggressive police responses we saw during last year's social justice protests. With more on that, here's Gabe Gutierrez. When the rioters rampaged through the Capitol, communities of color couldn't help but notice something. Suppose this had been a Black Lives Matter rally. Suppose this had yep. been people of color uh, storming the Capitol. A large crowd of white demonstrators breaking into the hallowed halls of Congress. A stark contrast to the heavy militarized police response to the unrest after the deaths of George Floyd and Breonna Taylor, when Kentucky State Representative Attica Scott was arrested herself. To see uh, in D.C. that white mobs were able to take over the Capitol building and then to have this slow response from law enforcement, I mean, that was extremely disturbing. During the George Floyd protest, President Trump tweeted, when the looting starts, the shooting starts. Yesterday, go home. We love you. You're very special. This video of an officer posing for a selfie is also fueling anger. No one can tell me that if had been a group of Black Lives Matter protesting yesterday, Come on, right. there wouldn't have been, they wouldn't have been treated very, very different. That's right. We would have been met with tremendous force. Yes. Wayne Carmaden is a former member of D.C.'s National Guard. It just shows that people are more privileged than other people, colored people, it's as simple as that. Today, Michelle Obama described the difference in law enforcement responses as painful. 
Lester? Gabe Gutierrez tonight, thanks. The images of the Capitol have many people asking, how do we make sense of it? How do we explain it to our kids? Here's Kevin Tibbles. The nation awoke and our flag was still there, but the aftershocks reverberate. It's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. From Chicago. It's heartbreaking. It's disgusting. It's ridiculous. It's a gross abuse of the system. To Atlanta. It's sad to watch our country almost being torn apart. Headlines shout chaos, insurrection, siege, words never associated with American democracy. And if adults are having trouble comprehending this, what are we telling our children? I don't know how to put it so tough, to be honest. Schools now prepare to explain. In Denver, they will offer counseling. In New Jersey, teachers pledge it to be their duty to prepare students on how government should function. And in Chicago, Episcopal priest Eric Atakis prays with parishioners and has this advice for parents. You don't want to hide it, no. Um, and you do want to make sure that they know that they are um, held close and, and safe. Tonight, many are also holding close that beacon of hope. So many believe their nation still represents. Kevin Tibbles, NBC News, Chicago. While most global leaders have reacted in horror, others are criticizing American values. Richard Engel is in London. How's this playing out, Richard? Lester, this was an absolute gift for dictators and strongmen around the world, a way for them to show that they're no worse than the United States. A militia leader in Iraq whose supporters in the past stormed Iraq's parliament had his followers out on the streets denouncing what happened. The president of Zimbabwe, who himself came to power in a coup, said the U.S. no longer has the moral authority to criticize him. college um, certified and we thought that they should listen to the voter fraud allegations and do an investigation. They did the investigations already. They went to I the Supreme Court, you week, dummy. So 10 days ago, and they dismissed asked it. me to come and I did that. I started my day at 5.30 in the morning and, you know, 38 degree temperature and we walked down here, stood in the cold, in the cold mud 
until 11 o'clock. And then when Trump finished, of course, he didn't. He never said storm the Capitol. He never said that. They put that out on different reports. He never said that. But he says, we're going to go there. We're going to cheer for the heroes. And there's some we may not be cheering for. And when we walked down here, there was already quite a crowd at the Capitol. We were trying to get closer. I mean, I'm one who said there's a door to this place. I mean, I did say that to the crowd. There's a door to this place. So, you know, but I couldn't even get close to the steps. Ten of us, Vietnamese community, got together. And uh, we, we were in by that uh, memorial, and we marched up here. And I actually went all the way up to that little thing in the middle. I saw people taking pictures, you know, having flags, speaking, talking about each other, giving people positive notes. Um, it was very peaceful. Because we were all moving towards the steps and up the Capitol, and we saw people going up the stairs. But, but we're, I'm like buried in people. I mean, it's, I can barely see over them. I can just barely see up the stairs. And then after, shortly as that, as we were kind of making our way up there, a few people ran out and said that the Capitol had been stored. It was very, very disappointing, the lack of security. I think you could have walked up, I mean, there was zero presence of, now the perimeter was state police and local was covered with roads. But there was no support in there from um, local police or, and I'm not disrespecting them because I'm thankful for them and I support the blue. I think they had instructions to, to let it go. We just went up to the stairs. There's no police. There's nothing that was stopping us. We were hanging out all over the place. I got to tell you, I was out there and the Capitol Police never asked us to leave. There was no megaphone saying, please move off these premises. There was no one asking us to do anything. But instead, the police were holding the line, and every now and then they would throw a flash bomb or tear gas into the crowd unannounced, and they weren't asking us to leave. It was not clear what was asked of us. Yeah, it was so many people. We actually made a little, like, um, pathway for people to go up and circulate the people that go down. It was like, it was like a, a, a picture moment. Oh, my internet keep cutting off. What the hell? Black Lives Matter supporters, there would have been a different response from security. For more on this, I want to bring in CBS News political contributor and Democratic strategist Antoine Seawright. Antoine, my friend, Happy New Year to you. Um, First of all, you and I have, we have bonded over our love of, of little d democracy. That capital is a symbol to us of the promise of America. What was your reaction as you watched Trump supporters ransack that building that is held so sacred to, to many Americans? Well, there's a lot to unpack uh, in the suitcase, so I'll start with the, the first item. The reason these uh, domestic terrorists gathered in Washington, D.C. is because on November 3rd, black people, young people, and brown people in record fashion showed up to deliver a very handsome victory for Kamala Harris and Joe Biden. Fast forward the tape to Tuesday night. Once again, that same coalition in record historic fashion delivered a Jewish U.S. Senator from Georgia for the first time and a black U.S. Senator from Georgia 
for the first time to give the uh, Democrats a majority in the U.S. Senate. That's the reason, part of the reason they were there. Second, when they made their way to the Capitol, you want to know how I felt? I felt disgusted. Lana, I'm 35. I'm black. I'm from South Carolina. I'm fifth generation AME. I know a lot about protesting. That is in our DNA as black people. That's who we are. That is how we have gotten to the point where we've been at the table and not on the menu in this country. But we do it peacefully. We do it the right way. We don't incite violence. We don't break windows of capitals. We don't uh, go into uh, offices and take pictures. We don't take selfies with cops. Uh, we don't take uh, Confederate flags into buildings. That's not how you bring about change. And so uh, what we saw yesterday was just a pure disgrace and embarrassment. Uh, and what's so frustrating, what made my oven so hot about the response from yesterday. You have people who are so fluent and privileged trying to justify what happened, calling it a protest. And can you imagine what the outrage would have been if those people looked like me, if they came from communities that looked like mine, if they happened to be uh, from a, a different nationality or background? Can you imagine what, what the process and what the response might be? And I'm old enough to remember, and I think you are too, Lana, uh, when George Floyd uh, and others were killed at the hands of law enforcement and we knew about protests that were going to come about, you had more people in different kind of uniforms than we've ever seen in my life. And so there's no way in hell anybody can tell me that no one knew that this was going to happen. There's no way anyone can tell me that it was okay about what happened. And there's no one in this world can tell me that this is not a result of Donald Trump's right-wing racial red meat rhetoric feeding them motivating them and giving them guidance and instruction to do just what they did yesterday yeah, empirical evidence about how those different groups of protesters were in fact treated differently in the same in roughly the same time period all uh, all just taking place in a matter of months even though it feels like it's been a minute antoine um but let's talk a little bit more about can i say yes. one more thing to you I, i'm, I'm mm -hmm. reverend warnock the new u.s senator-elect from georgia was arrested for doing a prayer in the middle of the rotunda at the state house arrested John Lewis, a member of Congress, and others have been arrested at the Capitol. I don't know if you remember this, but when we, when they were debating the Affordable Care Act, there were people showing up in wheelchairs who all they wanted was health care that was accessible and affordable. They were arrested. And he, here you had people walking into the Capitol building yesterday. No mask. God knows what they had on them. And in some cases, there was capital security who let them by. Can you imagine if that would have been one of our enemies uh, trying to do some other kind of harm and damage uh, to lawmakers who were in that building? Can you imagine what that could have been like? And can you imagine if they were black? I mean, it would have been a bloody Wednesday in Washington, D.C. Yes, yes. And that's, what, that's why you see black people so pissed off. And that's why you see it so angry. And that's why you see when these things happen, we call it the system hypocritical because the system bends for others, but it breaks for us. Let's talk about some of the reaction from lawmakers, especially those who have been siding with President Trump for years, even stoking the fire at times. 
What's your opinion on the words and actions that we've heard um, from some of them who have uh, continued to to back the president and his actions or, or say that he's not culpable for this, um, and others who have taken the opposite approach, which, uh, which has been to say that they've resigned or have decided to actually call out President Trump and hold him accountable? Well, when we were younger, we would say sticks and stones may break my bones, but words may never hurt. Well, to hell with all that. Words do matter. Uh, they matter and they hurt people. We see the number of people who were injured. We see the number of people who have died because of words from the president. And those actually who uh, flirt and play footsie and cuddle with some of the same rhetoric that he does because it all mattered and it all brought what we had yesterday to a head because of their rhetoric, because of their support over the past four years. And to everyone who conveniently want to resign, you know what? Uh, I'm going to roll my eyes at you. If I had an eye-rolling emoji, I would put it on the screen. You know why? Using your last two weeks of paid vacation is totally different than resigning or thinking about your career and what's next for you, all because there's attention being drawn to something. We saw Trump's call people, uh, NFL football players who took a, took a knee, by the way, who were just peacefully protesting, SOBs. Uh, we saw him say they're uh, good people on both sides. Uh, when the looting starts, the shooting starts. Uh, yesterday, he said, we love you, we're proud of you. We've seen he and his supporters and some of his chief disciples use this coded language that is a kickstart for yes. some people. Yes. And it forces people to sit in their living rooms or wherever they sit and behave like keyboard thugs and say whatever they want uh, on the screen or on the internet. And then they get in person and they behave like this. You know what? I, I'm old enough to remember also, Lana, when you had black and white people gathered in Washington, D.C. because of what happened uh, all across this country when a black man was killed at the hands of law enforcement. You know what the description was online by some of these same people who were fluent and privileged? They called them hoodlums. They called them thugs. Where's your mother? Where's your father? Uh, you should be home. You should be working. But yet, we call, like the president's daughter did in the deleted tweet, we called these people yesterday, we called them patriots. That's hypocrisy. It's a bunch of BS, and that is such the that is so much of the problem why I have with some of these people who support Donald Trump. And I'm so thankful we defeated that type of agenda at the ballot box in November. All right, Antoine, thank you. Thank you. Live TV from 80. Wow. Yep, that sums it up. That sums it up, y'all. It's sad. It's sad. And this is what we have to deal with. This is the mental anguish that black people have to deal with. You know, and enough is enough. And I just pray that those that have been elected this term, from the president down, Biden, Harris, the congressmen, the leaders that are in position, God gave me a word. Four months ago, it's time for the Esthers to rise up. It's time for God say, I'm going to start putting people in places for such a time as this. And I pray that now the laws will be changed. The legislations uh, will be uh, at, uh, here. And now that uh, the Democrats, which is, is for all the people, but it's like the Democrats are more people base 
to see the heart and the hardship on the people and really know, okay, we are working for the people because it's the people taxes that's paying their salary. You know, and that's one thing I do like when he say, why resign now? You had a whole two year after the second term, the stuff that he was doing, you should have been resigned. But like he said, nah, it's easy to resign now. You can take a two weeks vacation and still get get your money. You know, so it's <laughs> it's all my lord. I I can get into so much stuff, but I have to watch myself. And um, the father had I had to go to the email to go check something, and I really want to bless this woman of God that is. Um, blessing the ministry and and that's an answer prayer and I just want to not only thank her but I want to thank God because I know he hears my prayers I could just lay here and just think on the goodness of God and he knows what's in my heart he know my desire because he's he put him there I know what I have to do but I need help and every time he does it, you guys. He does it. And so that just, it like, it just gave me a boost, you know. Because sometimes, you know, you be like, well, Lord, is this even worth it? Is anybody even paying attention? But they have individuals paying attention. And I want to thank this awesome woman of God out of Washington um, who pay her tithes to Redeemed by the Blood Ministries. And I don't know if you're listening to the radio station, my sweetheart. But God bless you, and I'm going to put something in the mail to you. I have an awesome gift for you for supporting Redeemed by the Blood Ministries International. And not only you are blessing the ministry to to um, sustain us, to get us back um, the way we were before this pandemic, um, but also we'll be able to bless the children in Uganda continuously, you know, and I'm going to pull full force with that. So I thank you. And anybody else, it's a nonprofit. It's a nonprofit organization. And um, it is tax deductible. You can go to the IRS website, type in Redeemed by the Blood Ministries International, and we will come up. We file our 990s every year. So we legit have his own bank account and everything. So everything is legit for Redeemed by the Blood Ministries. And I thank anybody out there that's listening that want to support this ministry because we will have our community development center. We will have our transitional uh, homes. We will have everything that God has given me to put on this vision board. It shall come to pass. Before I leave this earth, it shall come to pass. It's God just had to get me focused and say, okay, it's going to be this one or that one. You got to choose one this season. And so guess what? I choose God. I choose his way of doing things. And that's really trusting him by faith. Every day my life is being tr- being guided by God. Yes. And all this other rhetoric that is happening out here in the society, <laughs> it's a brawling point. It's a brawling point. It's a brawling problem. I'm not knocking against anybody that have prayer calls and prayer walks and prayer this and prayer that. But a repentance have to come from the top. It have to come from the top. 
you know, change have to take place in these political realms and within a community. And then we have to start in the community to look out for each other. You have to have that, 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 that cell group mentality, how Jesus was. He went from house to house and he taught, or he went on the hilltop and, and, and share parables to the people so they can understand their own language. And guess what? Drill down is coming back. I'm coming back. So I want to say that and God bless you guys. And I guess I'll chat with y'all on the next episode. God bless you.